Hey, I'm Kat. Hi, I'm Sarah. Thanks for joining us as we have Eco-Curious Conversations, where we discuss all the ways that individuals can help move the planet towards a more sustainable future. We want to make sure that we are doing our part to preserve and protect the world for each other and future generations. We are curious and eager to learn together. Please inspire others and please subscribe. You can find us on our website at ecocuriousconversations.com or on Instagram at ecocuriousconvos. Welcome to a bonus episode of Eco-Curious Conversations. Uh, this is going to be just a little mini episode where Sarah and I interview each other. Um, our intention for Eco-Curious Conversations is to inspire vulnerability along the path to sustainability. And, uh, you know, so we, we thought that we wanted to just be vulnerable in this episode. We want to share kind of how we've gotten to this point in our lives. Um, and I think remaining true to ourselves, you know, what this means for us is just being vulnerable with each other and being vulnerable with our listeners. So that's what that's what our goal is here. Um, neither of us know what the other has prepared question wise. So you guys are getting the raw, real answers in, in real time. Well, not real time in recorded time, <laughs> but uh, you're getting the, you're getting the unfiltered answers. So uh, yeah, with that being said, Sarah's going to start. So fire away let's uh let's see what you got i'm excited <laughs> hey cat <laughs> hey <laughs> how are you feeling i'm ready i know i know all the answers about my life right <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna start by saying that when we were preparing this um because we, neither of us know what questions we're giving each other i was like it's Kat was like, do you want to go first? Should I go first? And I was like, you should go first because I wanted to hear what questions she asked me. So then I could then decide what questions I was going to ask her. And then I was like, okay, forget it. We're supposed to be vulnerable. So I'll be vulnerable. I'll go first. Here we are. Let's see. Let's see these questions. By the way, I'm very proud of you for that. That's showing vulnerability right off the bat. It's great. <laughs> It looks good on you. It's, it's the little things. <laughs> it is. It is. So the first question I want to ask you is, do you have, what is your earliest memory growing up um, caring about the earth or nature or being outside? Like, do you have a moment, do you have a memory that mm. you just, remember, just really love being in the outdoors? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I do. I don't know if it's my earliest memory, but it's probably the most concrete memory. And uh, so I grew up as a ski racer and in Minnesota. So it's very cold in Minnesota and snows a lot in Minnesota. And I remember just so fondly, we would we would train at night. So we were training underneath the lights. And I think like my favorite time would be when it was snowing so hard that you could look up at the the fog lights you know that were like coming down to put light <laughs> onto the under the course and there was just like sheets of snow falling 
And I just remember standing there being so in awe and so amazed by how beautiful it looked. And, you know, kind of people had to like snap me out of it to be like, all right, you know, Catherine, <laughs> like you're up, like get on the rope toe or like go down the hill. Um, and I just remember standing there looking up being like, this world is so much bigger and more beautiful than than it is right here than we think it is. Yeah. Mm, I really like that. Yeah. And I even, it was funny because I was playing tennis, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and it was maybe two or three degrees Celsius. Um, so, you know, that's just like almost freezing and it started raining and same thing. And we were playing it <laughs> and I looked up and I had, I had a flashback back to that exact same moment where I was like oh. at the starting gate and I looked up in the lights and the rain was coming down. And I told my partner, I was like, this is just like what I remember from childhood. This is like such an amazing memory. And I told him, I was like, let's just pretend it's snowing. This is so amazing. I was, I was really happy. So that memory like still <laughs> sticks with me. It's something that I still, you know, remember it makes me happy. Yeah. I like that. I, that's a good feeling yeah and it's I think it's so cool that it happened later in your life too and yeah just like stood out to you and clearly that was like a defining moment for you yeah just yeah. something it just struck a chord in you somewhere mm-hmm. um so I want to follow that up with along the lines of feeling so what was the feeling you experienced outside of the, as a kid or what was the feeling you experienced in that moment Hmm. Hmm. That's a harder question, I think. I'm trying to remember mm. the feeling. Um, I guess the feeling would have been, you know, that like there's so much more out there. And mm. that I feel small, I guess, is probably mm. what it was. Um, not in a bad way, but in like a the world is big and beautiful kind of way. Whereas, you know, I'm looking up at these sheets of snow falling and it's like, where's it coming from? <laughs> like, how how is it just coming down so much and so big and so beautiful? <laughs> like, Yeah, just kind of feeling small, feeling a little bit insignificant. But like I said, not in a bad way, but in yeah. in kind of just a, a moving and a powerful way, I, I think. Like a perspective shift yeah. in a way. Yeah. And that's very similar to how I feel out in nature now. You know, when I am on mm. the top of a mountain looking out, I just feel so insignificantly tiny in a amazingly great way. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think that's the thing that feels really neat is that um we can relate a lot of the experiences we have now back to an experience we had as a child. Mm-hmm. And- maybe it hits us so deeply yeah and it hits a different part of us yeah um so you talked about skiing was that your favorite outdoor activity as a kid or is there something else that you like doing outside I was probably skiing yeah I, I grew up also loving to play tennis um or just being outside I mean I generally just love being outdoors as opposed to inside I think my parents um, did a great job with that. They they might disagree with me mm-hmm. in a childhood aspect. <laughs> I remember my sister and I absolutely hated eating dinner on the on the balcony or on the porch. We hated it. And I don't know why we hated it so much. Like we didn't want to carry out the plates and then we had to use plastic plates and then we had to open the screen door and then you had to clean the outside table and just there was too many things you know (laughs) and we both hated it so much but now as an adult I'm like 
I am so thankful that my mom forced me to eat dinner outside, you know, four times a week when it was nice <laughs> out in the summer. Um, but no, I think, you know, aside from that, I did skiing was probably my favorite outdoor activity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just gives you the exhilaration of, you know, flying and going fast and a lot of adrenaline rush. And it's, yeah, it's just great. <laughs> So fast forwarding a little bit in your life, do you feel like there was a turning point for you or a moment you decided to take a real look at sustainability and living more consciously? Um, being like brutally honest, I would have to say it's been in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> I have always been aware of it and conscious of it. But I think, you know, kind of our intention of this podcast and starting this and wanting to talk about it and be open about it and share our fears about it um, has given me, uh, you know, more of a meaning to kind of look at it. And uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, it wasn't really anything that I looked at in the last five years, probably. I was aware of it or, you know, knew that it was a thing and recycling. We recycled growing up, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But it just never was a thought in my mind that that this should be a bigger point in my life. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, probably just in the last six months has it really uh, become a bigger focus of something that I, you know, want to put my intention on. Yeah. Do you feel like in the past six months like something changed inside of you like a feeling changed did like was there a physical change like what did you experience when you just started mm. going this direction yeah i think it was there was something that shifted and i think it was honestly the um like the ability to feel these fears and mm. not just like shy away from them um, you know, one of my biggest fears is that my great grandchildren or grandchildren do not get to enjoy the nature that I so luckily have been able to. Um, and that scares the hell out of me. And <laughs> before I think I would just kind of eh, just disappear from that. Don't think about it. Don't look at it. Like everything will be fine. It's not my problem. And I think mm. really allowing myself to actually feel that fear and like be afraid and you know be vulnerable enough to say like i am afraid of that <laughs> um yeah then it kind of opened up this new this new space for me to be able to to be able to put attention on that and like work towards a better earth i guess mm. yeah and it's yeah it's not necessarily easy either because every time i do think about it i kind of still i kind of have to feel that fear every single time so it's not that the fear has gone away or that you know <laughs> now that i'm making a podcast about being sustainable like i'm a perfect sustainable person and everything is fine like no that's not really how it is either so um it's just that i've kind of allowed myself to feel it and be able to now move past you know, just feeling scared and not wanting to do anything to now kind of make taking action steps out of that. Mm. I feel like it sort of ties in when you were referring back to that moment in when you were skiing or when you were playing tennis and being in awe and suddenly feeling really small. And mm -hmm. I feel like that could 
play a big part in the fear aspect of it of like I'm this mm. one small mm. person and there's this yeah, whole so true. what am I meant to do <laughs> yeah so true yeah or like how can I even do something you know if you're standing on a mountain mm. I mean if any of you guys have ever been to a top of a mountain on skis or on foot or whatever even on a chairlift um you know they are just so insanely powering and huge and it makes you just look and feel so tiny that it's kind of like, well, what can I do? Like, I can't, if an, if an avalanche is coming down, I'm done. Like, I can't do anything. Like, you know, <laughs> if you think about like the forces of nature, it just, it, it somehow makes you feel like so, um, not helpless is the wrong word, but you know, kind of like, I can't make a difference. I'm only one person. Um, but that's why I really said that that's not how I felt. It wasn't that I felt so insignificantly small in a bad way. It was more just like an awareness of it. Um, mm. Yeah. And how do I, how do I channel that smallness and, you know, make the ripple effect? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like you've been telling me from the beginning and you've, <laughs> and you've said, in the, and you've said, I think in a couple of other episodes of just that feeling, that ripple effect of um, we're not just one person or, you know, the feeling of, uh, well, who am I just one person? I can't make a difference. And if you as one person can just even affect someone slightly, mm -hmm. another person that really is that ripple effect. Yeah. Love so, it. <laughs> that goes into do you have do you have a personal goal for this mm. for this experience oh great question yeah I mean kind of a big one <laughs> it is it is it is kind of a big one um I well I'm going to respond with a big a big answer and my personal goal is to make a difference um, whether that's through a ripple effect or through, I don't know. Yeah. The ripple effect. That's what I want to happen. Um, I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference in one person's life. I want to be able to make a difference in 200 people's lives or 8,000 people's lives. Uh, I want to be able to share my our vulnerability in this topic and be able to inspire that in others and thus make a difference in the world <laughs> so big question and a big answer <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it yeah yeah <laughs> we got big smiles going on over here maybe you, maybe you can hear those <laughs> i can't <laughs> that's right you can't see us <laughs> It's really nice because it really does feel like we're just having a conversation here and it feels feels good to not have already heard your answers and to just <laughs> <Yeah>. be hearing <laughs> how you feel about this. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So that's those are my questions for you. Okay. All right, girl, you're up. Done. Okay. All right. So Sarah. Yeah. What would you say, it could be one, but it could be multiple. What would you say are the biggest turning points in your life that have gotten to, gotten you to the point of where you are today, you know, as, as a, as a woman, as a sustainable, you know, eco-friendly forward woman, um, what are the turning points that have gotten you to this point? It's a very broad question. <laughs> you answer very, it however you like. <laughs> um, 
I feel like it's interesting because since we've started doing this, I feel like I've kind of gone back to a lot of feelings that I did as a child and which is really interesting and also feels really cool. Mm. (laughs) I feel like there's, it's just sort of parts of me that maybe I've just sort of put to the side and now it's nice to go back and feel some of those same feelings again. So growing up, I just loved being outside. I wanted to be outside whenever I could. Um, one of my favorite things to do was to be outside with my uh, my bug net <laughs> and catch <laughs> butterflies and every other type of insect that I could. I was just totally fascinated with all of them. Um, climbing trees, you know, building imaginary forts in trees and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And I just loved being outside. And I particularly had a strong connection with trees and I know a lot of people feel that way and and but it it, <laughs> it feels really strange to say but it I feel like that's so important for me and something that's been actually has been a big part of my life that I feel really connected to trees and I don't know there's like a comforting feeling to them um so I feel like whenever I'm feeling stressed or chaotic or Um, A lot of things are happening in my life. Whenever I take that moment of just sitting on the grass beside a tree or looking at a tree and just knowing the branches swaying, Mm. it it brings me back to this moment of life is continuing on. And and I can relate to that back to being a kid. So I'm going to try to go to the next step (laughs) but uh so as a kid being outside all the time and when I've met I've mentioned before um my mom took us on a lot of kind of like outdoor exploration activities and (laughs) sort of like science classes (laughs) um so we were always exploring ponds and streams and Um, just noticing all the wildlife that was there or turning over the rocks and the logs in um, on our hikes and or looking for snakes or things like that and one of the things that she always said was if you're going to look under that log or look under that rock make sure you put it back because that's someone's home and I really feel like that was just so a part of me as a kid of like, as I'm going through the woods, as I'm going through nature of like a, a respect for it. And I really took that on as a child. Mm. And I feel like it has really just clung with me throughout my life of just having like this respect for the outdoors. Um, I'm trying to think of later in life, like where I was going to ask like, moment for me is, <laughs> do you think that most of uh, what has shaped you today has been experiences when you were younger and a kid like that and being out in nature or do you think that you know being as a teen or early 20s um you know and further into your life that that there have been defining moments that you can remember that have also shaped who you've become today it's funny because I feel like being a kid those are the biggest ones in my mind because I think at that point I was completely comfortable with feeling everything and with like 
having big emotions. And then as you get older, it's easier to just sort of like put those emotions aside and, oh, it's not that big of a deal or just sort of block out what you're feeling. And so it wasn't until more recently that it's like, I need to take a look at this. I need to stop ignoring how I feel and just assuming everything's going to be okay. It's sort of what you were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier. I really feel like my experience has also been probably in the past six months to a year as well um, of just taking more time to actually think about what is meaningful to me. I think COVID has a big part of it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. for so much of us, our, our lives was, our lives are put on hold or we had, to take time to actually weigh out what matters to us and what um, is meaningful to us. And whenever I make those lists, because I often make lists to myself of like what feels important to me, what are things in my life that I love? And it's always outdoors is always like one of my top answers. And I think you and I were talking about it. And so there is a defining moment for me where we had a conversation Um you were on your way home from a trip and I was at home and it was late at night for me and it was morning for you. And we were just talking about, I love the outdoors. You just had a awesome experience of just being on the solo trip and outside constantly. And, and Oh, the other part is that we both had been reading um, the book untamed Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and really connecting over that. And I think it was, um, so many pieces in that as well of like, I don't want to not look at these areas anymore. I don't want to be blind to them. I want to take a good look at what matters to me and what I feel like I need to do. And for me in the past couple of years and part of the past years that I'm not old, but I'm getting older and I'm thinking about, you know, when I have children someday and thinking about who I want my future children to see and who I want to be for them. And I feel like I want to be an example. So that is actually a big driving force for me at this point. (laughs) That's beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Uh, And it brings me kind of to a follow-up question is, so that defining moment, um, what do you think that you had to let go of or what did you have to embrace kind of Mm. to move forward from that? (laughs) Uh, What did I have to let go of? (laughs) I'm still working on letting go of a lot of feelings. (laughs) Uh, What have you had had to, you know, let go of? Uh, What are you still letting go of? I guess my, one of my biggest ones is not wanting to appear like, you know, like the crazy tree hugging eco-friendly environmentalists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, because there's such a stereotype that goes with that. And it was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to embrace this. <laughs> do I want to be that person? <laughs> yeah, if I want to be viewed as that person. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a good one. And then, and then also with us talking about this, it's like, oh, people are going to actually know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm naturally so Catherine is very outgoing and very um talkative and I'm I can be talkative once I get going but I'm naturally very shy um a lot of people don't know that or don't 
automatically pick on up on that from me but I'm very shy and <laughs> it takes me a little bit to actually truly share my opinion um so that has been very scary and a huge step of like okay here we go I'm just gonna share my opinion and yeah <laughs> yeah, so you've had you've had to let go of you know this idea that you would be the crazy environmentalist uh, person yelling from the rooftops, yeah. and then kind of had to embrace you know in vul vulnerability of allowing whoever listens to this podcast or whoever and like this actually matters to me, so why do I care? Mm. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's really good. Well, I think the other part that is scary to me is that in doing this is like, oh man, now I really actually have to show up. Mm. <laughs> I can't just like talk about it or think about it or think I'm a good person. Like I actually have to show up and do the work now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a bit daunting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm embracing that too. Certainly. Yeah. Well, but that was my last question. I think we nailed it. I, I also, I loved this. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and Yeah. I to mean, be thoughtful and actually, this is what we feel. This yeah, is, this is this, this is, is really raw, raw us. <laughs> but I, think, I want things. I want things to be easy. I want this to be easy. Mm -hmm. That's honestly, I want it to be easy, and I know that it's not going to be easy the whole way, and that it's going to take some effort. But if I'm being completely honest, I just want it to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to put a whole lot of effort in. <laughs> I don't want it to be but hard. I, <laughs> little effort and big results. There you go. We want the big goal of influencing and changing the world, but we actually don't want to put in that much work. <laughs> Uh, so this is this is a good challenge this is good <laughs> yeah yeah no I really I loved it I mean we're close friends and uh I guess you never really get to interview your friends that often so it's a good uh, it was a, a fun experiment I enjoyed it and your answers Me were too. very thought-provoking and vulnerable and honest um so well done thanks you too thanks thanks for everyone for listening and joining yeah. us yeah. Let us know how let us know how you feel. Yeah. What do you feel scared about? What do you feel passionate about? Yeah, I mean, we're in this together. I think if you have felt any of the feelings or you have been afraid to feel any of the feelings that we have just voiced, um it's taken us obviously a while to get here, but we are here now and we want to be able to support you guys through these decisions. Um so yeah, let us know. Let us know. You can find us on Instagram at Eco Curious Convos or on our website at EcoCuriousConversations.com. <laughs>